You have reached the voicemail box of Daniel. At the tone, please record your message. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Miserable Failure Podcast. I am your host, Michael Krusty. I'm here today just to, you know, shoot the shit, play some tunes, and uh, it's going to be a great episode, I think. I think it, I think so. I think, I mean, I already know. I did, I'm doing the intro and I've already recorded the podcast. Basically, I went ahead and called cold called i should say a couple of people that have been on the podcast previously and got them to request a song and and tell us a little bit about why they're requesting the song and give us an update on their life and what they're up to so it's gonna be a real fun episode i hope you enjoy it but first i'm gonna play a song as per usual what am i gonna play hmm uh you know what let's play single mother's baby bird
Oh, hang on. Michael? Hello? Hey, there you are. Hey, Scott. How's it going, man? I'm here on the podcast recording. Oh, cold. excellent. Yeah, I'm, I'm just cold calling uh, people that have been on the podcast before, and I wanted to get just a, a song request from you and maybe a, a story. I know to, I'm putting you on, on the spot here, but do you have like a song maybe you recorded with a band or you recorded yourself? You can tell us like a 30 second story about, and then I'll play the song. Uh, yeah, for sure. So, um, it's just a recent one that came out. Um, uh, so the song I'm going to pick is, is called everybody wants by the band Junko daydream. Uh, they're from London, Ontario. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's not, not the craziest story or anything like that, but it's, um, it, it sort of just goes to show you sometimes like you have different expectations when you start a project and then something surprising happens. And, you know, like I met these guys kind of like during the pandemic, we started talking about working on some stuff together. And then, uh, when I built my new studio, we finally got to like work on a, sorry, a, like a proper collection of songs. We did a couple singles back when I was at schoolhouse in Dundas, but, um, they were the first band to come record at my studio, uh, high wattage cottage when I opened it last year. And anyway, um, we we do like extensive like pre-production so we go through all the songs and start like working on arrangements and i was like really stoked on like what they put forward um and then i was like okay cool is like that it and they're like well you know there's there's like another song but i don't know we don't really like it as much and i was like okay well i mean just throw it at me let me hear it just in case and it turned out to be like what i thought was (laughs) maybe the best song that we'd ever worked on together and um and I don't know, it was the band like wasn't convinced. Um, but when we went through it and like made the necessary changes, I really think this song came alive and became something like extra special for me. It's like, um, a very different, more upbeat and like, it just, how do I say it for some, for a band that kind of does a sort of like post hardcore style, I found it like, it, to me, it's going to become one of their sort of signature songs and like one that sort of like represents like the breadth and the depth of talent that the band has without um, immediately referencing any obvious influences, if that makes sense. Uh, yeah, it's it's cool. It's like, um, yeah, it's just like for me, it's it like really shows like a market growth and what that band could do. Whereas some of the early stuff I felt like reached a little bit too into some of the like, the classic sort of like um, emo and screamo kind of like influences that they had and just, and sort of like, you know, obvious like, Oh, a band from Canada is like some tinges of Alexis on fire and stuff in there, which is like nothing wrong with that, obviously. Like, um, but for me, I'm like, I'm always searching for that or like original bit of character uh, in productions and to like draw that out and like focus on like what makes a band stand out as their own thing. That's like always what I'm digging for um, and trying to encourage and, and, and really like foster when it comes to like being the producer on a project like that. And uh, anyway, so uh, I'm really proud of it. I think they made a cool video and, and it just like um, it's sort of like it's legs have like already sort of like taken off faster than a lot of the other songs have and um yeah i don't know it's just like it's just a good vibe and and we're getting a lot of great compliments on it and feedback so um you know i just love those sort of like those moments of doubt where you're like it's it's worth taking a risk on something and you know you might not be sure but you know like reach outside of like your your 
uh, inner circle. Like when you're in a band and you're like, Oh yeah, like this is our favorite. So this is what we have to do. And it's like, okay, but other people like, you know, are going to react to your music as well. And like, it's, it's cool to take in that feedback. You don't have to cater to everything that other people say, whether it's a producer or, or fans or whatever. But, um, I, I think it's worth like getting a second opinion. And I found like, you know, if I go back to like our days in cancer bats, when we first started, started out and like when we were like getting heavy into writing our first record, um, you know, there was some like hilarious mistakes we could have made, um, if it hadn't been for, you know, like producers and the people close to our band that gave us their like sage advice that we really learned from that, you know, really helped us shape some of our best songs and, um, and avoid some of what could have been some hilarious mistakes. So <laughs> that's awesome. I love that story. Uh, yeah, I, I, I cause cancer bats could have been pneumonia hawk, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that was, that was definitely like a, a name like Liam and I were playing around with, uh, at, at the beginning, like it was sort of like up in the air. And then I was sort of like, Oh, like maybe we'll, like, I think cancer bats is stronger. Like let's, you know, use that as a song title. And I'm, you know, in, in the end, like Liam and I like definitely agreed on that. Um, but we thought it was like, yeah, this will be a cool song. And, you know, um, and when we wrote that song, it, it sort of like fit with what was going on. So, um, yeah. And, uh, but I mean, that's not even that, like we were like, we, we were flirting with like weird jammy instrumental stuff on oh, the, no. that made no sense for like, <laughs> yeah, I know. You know what I mean? It was like, but see, the thing is, is that like when we started cancer bats, it was like an experiment, you know, it wasn't like, um, it was like, Hey, how do we like write music? That's really fun and, uh, creative and like, kind of different than what was sort of happening like in our local scene like everything was like extremely like metal influenced at the time um like metalcore and sort of like more like european metal influenced stuff everything like had everything had like double kick and you're describing my old band right there <laughs> around the same time <laughs> and my old band too. Like, yeah. you know, like before cancer bats. And that's why that was a reaction to going, okay, I, I, I'm really looking for something else. And, 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 you know, and, and again, like Liam was too. And I think like, um, that was what is exciting. So we tried some far out stuff at some points just to see like where it would go. And, you know, a lot of our, our band practices were jams that like just turned into going, Oh, that riff's cool. Like let's focus on this part. And da, 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 da. And anyways, like there were some points where we had some like goofy stuff and I, you know, I'm really glad we avoided that, um, you know, uh, in the end. But again, that was a lot of that with other people being like, Hey, wait a minute here. What exactly is your band doing? Like, let's focus on the stuff you do. That's, that's really good. And really like, like thought out and sometimes simpler is better. And, um, yeah. And we, and we learned a lot in, in those early days, whether it be like, um, like, like Greg from, uh, distort records, like he, he helped us out and was like a real guide in the beginning too. And then, um, he hooked us up with, uh, the producer Gavin Brown and, and Eric Ratz, um, and Kenny Luong, who all uh, worked on our records. Um, and, um, and, you know, taught us how to be like, good songwriters and to like, um, you know, arrange songs properly and leave space for, uh, you know, things to happen and focus on tension and release. And yeah, it's, um, you know, we owe a lot to the, to, to the advice of other people. And, you know, and later we would also bring in other musicians that were in, uh, bands that we respected a lot. Like, um, 
like Ian from Billy Talent uh, gave us a lot of advice and would lend an ear to our songs. And um, we, we had our friend uh, uh, Ben Dussault who played in uh, Throwdown and Madball. Um, he, he was uh, really good at helping us focus on some of our strongest ideas and, um, and put away some of our more jammy tendencies. <laughs> that makes sense. Um, yeah, it was cool. And, and you know what I mean? And I think like a lot of people, they, um, sometimes to their detriment, like get a little bit too insular and like live in within a bubble and, um, you know, and it's good to get fresh perspectives so that, you know, like you can, you can take the right chances and get the right feedback. Um, I love yeah. how you tied that all together because it was about a band that came to you with this song and they're like, yeah, we don't know about this song, whatever. And you're like, no, let's, let's work on this song. And then you went back and you talked about how, you know, you were, you had, people teaching you that and then the apprentice becomes the master well that's it though that's it you know that's like it's that's that's why i'm doing what i'm doing it's like it's paying paying forward like you know the the tools and the the great advice and help that like you know our peers and mentors like you know uh you know gave to me and like allowed me to have a successful career um you know because without those things i wouldn't be where i am like i'm absolutely confident and you know, uh, immensely grateful, uh, for like kind people like that. And so that, that's always the approach that, that I'm going for is like, how can I like help this band, you know, create a song, but also it's like that same mindset is like, you know, goes beyond that. It's like, if they're serious and passionate enough about trying to pursue a career in music, like you have to, I believe, take those things seriously. Um, you know, like the, the only exception that like I've ever met is like a few like unicorns, are able to like manage that without outside help. Like I, I had a really um, interesting like conversation once with, um, with Joe, uh, the singer guitar player of Gojira. Um, and I was sort of like, you know, uh, talking to him about like, how do I say this? Um, different uh, producers that they'd sort of worked with on records and sort of to my surprise, he was like, Oh, like, yeah, we work with some people. Um, but like in the end, like we'd always sort of felt like our, our vision was what, you know, took us to where we needed to go. And anytime we let that go, we were sort of fighting against ourselves. And, and if I took in other people's advice, he, this is the, where like how extreme he sort of got was that he said that, um, he felt that like someone else's input would um weaken the integrity of and purity of like his own vision um but that which is like you know absolutely valid like that's you know and i said to him i was like oh wow like i feel the opposite for me everything i've you know like so much of the strength that i have now and what i can do and write songs and it is you know due to like tools that other people like you know uh gave me <laughs> and and taught me and 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 you know mentored me through and um you know it's most of those like anytime we, we had those producers they made our music better and it was obvious um and uh and anyway so but that being said i mean i think gojira is a like as a band is like a phenomenon within the metal scene within the last like 20 years like they really stand out and they've really like risen high up in in the ranks you know for a band that like you know kind of plays an extreme sort of music their popularity and like 
they're, you know, hardcore fans are sort of like a testament to their vision and like what they do. And, um, you know, and I, I can almost relate it to a band like tool in that way, um, where it's like really distinct what they do. Um, and, and again, like I, I massively respect that perspective, but I think, I think that guy's a unicorn. I think that band is extra, extra special. And, in in you know, and I, I don't think it's, um, a negative thing that most bands that I meet are not that, you, you know what I mean? Like, I, I think like accepting help is a good thing. And like, I, and, I think so too. I, you I know, agree. And, yeah. and most of us, most of us, especially coming from like, I don't know, like the sort of like local punk rock and metal communities that like, you know, you and I grew up in, like, like we're not, you know, like we're not like, um, we're not like able to avoid making mistakes sometimes. And, you know, and, and it's like, we all have our shortcomings, you know, like we're not all like, um, you know, like the, the you know, there's an, a big exception, you know, when we talk about like our friend, like, like some guy like Sean Dooley, you know what I mean? He's like incredible at what he does. And is like, you know, just this like absolute, like incredible talent with this unique voice on his instrument. You know what I mean? And like, we're not all that. We're not you know all I mean? Sean Dooley. We're, we're not all <laughs> Sean Dooley. And, and like, that's, that's special. You can't teach that to somebody. Right. And, and so like, I, I feel like people like you and I, it's like, we, we have to like work, work harder in different ways to like improve and achieve and like, and better ourselves. Um, you know, and it's like, and if you take it like a step further and I like to think of it in sort of like, um, like, because I'm a soccer fan, if you, if you relate it to like, uh, somebody like, like like uh Lionel Messi versus like Cristiano Ronaldo. It's like Ronaldo's like worked his ass off to get his to get like where he is. Not that Messi hasn't, but Messi has this like freakish talent that's just sort of like I don't know, God given or whatever for lack of a better term. And that's sort of like how it's sort of classically categorized is like this other person like, you know, with like had amazing managers and like went through and I mean they both did, but it's it's there's different avenues to achieve similar kinds of success or close to it. You know what I mean? Great players. Well, I want to stop you there. Hold on. I want to stop you there and just say Ronaldo golf clap, golf clap. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, dude, what what he's achieved is remarkable, you know? And I, and, and again, I'm not comparing you and me to either of them. (laughs) Let's just be clear in that. Yeah. I I figured, I figured you're you're Portuguese. So you got like, you know, like one thing in common with those people. I'm not comparing uh, you, you know, like us to that, but, (laughs) but that being said, but it's, it's that kind of like mentality, you know what I mean? Totally. And, and, um, yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. For me, it's just like those moments of like brilliance that shine through when you like dig a little deeper um, than just like, how do I say? Like, you know, I I think like the era like you and I grew up in um, when we were starting out in bands, we're not even like we weren't even like considering working with someone who's a producer. Do you know what I mean? Like no one's getting involved in our songs. Like, you know, like, yeah, it's just just it's just us. It's just pure, like whatever. And I mean, like my band before cancer bats couldn't have been more different in that way. Like with at the mercy of inspiration, like 
our, our method of writing was like, let's try to never repeat a part, <laughs> you know, which is like pretty funny. It's like the easy, it's like the easiest way to write the most confusing songs of all time. Um, you know, and we had some moments of brilliance and like what we did that were kind of cool and you can get away with a bit more of that in like metal. But, um, but I think if we had, you know, if I had some of the tools that I have now, I probably could have gotten a little bit farther with that band, if that made sense, you know, like, you know, in hindsight, um, I get it. And yeah, which is, which is fine. Again, I'm not, I don't have any problems with my journey and I don't regret any of the music we made at all. Like I, I I actually think some of it stands up better than I ever thought it would. But, um, but that being said, like, um, you know, I think just, you know, kind of how the music scenes evolved and everything. It's like, um, and, and also like the music production world, it's like, like producers are more accessible than ever. And you should like sort of take the time. Cause I've seen bands that I'm friends with, uh, you know, make the mistake of going to just, they go, Oh, okay. Like, uh, a, a label wants to release our records. So we're just going to go, uh, you know, we've been given a little bit of money even, and we're just going to go to the nicest studio in town that we can afford. And that'll be like the right call. And you're like, okay, so it's a nice building. Do they understand the music you're making? Do, can they relate to you on any sort of artistic level? Do they have a, like any proven track record of working on bands that you like, or, you know, are, are, you know, like feel a part of your scene in some way or where you want to get to like, you know, those are serious questions to ask. And, you know, because you have to think of like the result in mind and like, we're not all like, we're, we're not all like, um, you know, writing like hit songs just because we wrote the song, you know, it's like, it's worth taking that extra step, um, to get involved with someone who like is really going to care about the outcome as much as you do. And it's not just about like the money that you pay them. If that makes sense. Totally. A thousand percent. I totally understand what you're saying. Yeah. And that's why everybody should reach out to Scott Middleton and record their next single or album at high wattage cottage. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, I would love that. And, you know, I love entertaining like all kinds of conversations with people, you know, and it's like some people are, you know, uh, an artist of, you know, I've ended up in conversation. With, oh, I want to work with you, but like, you know, like you've done this and that. And it's, I didn't think you'd want to like take the time to talk to me. It's like, I don't care. Like, I just, I love people that are passionate about music. And if you're serious about working on something and, and putting in like a real amount of time to, to an effort to like work on, you know, what it is that you do and you want like, you know, a great result. Like, I mean, absolutely talk to me, you know, there's, there's, I'm not beneath any, any conversation. And if I'm not the right, right person, I probably know someone who is uh, and could recommend that, you know, and in, in the same way, like it, it, with what you do, it's like, you're not gonna, you're not gonna like have someone that's exclusively like, I don't know, shooting weddings or, uh, food photography and go, Oh yeah, I should get my like band photo shot by this person. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like it's, it's probably like better to spend your money towards like someone who specializes in what it is that you do and, you know, like, <laughs> and, and has like a proven track record of doing that. Now, if you want the opposite, if you want a guy who shoots rock and roll bands to shoot your wedding, it's going to look like a rock and roll show. It's going to be dark and danky. Exactly. Right. And, and that, and that's fair too. 
Like, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? And, but that's a different niche. Right. And, and also like a funny outcome. Um, but like, I, I, I really think that it's like, we live in this like amazing era of like being able to search out the right people for the job for us. And it's like, if you, if you really care about what you're doing, you shouldn't settle. Right. Never settle. Never, ever settle. Okay. We're going to play the song. All right. Thank you. Thank you so much, Scott. I love it. I love this very much. Love yeah, you very no much. Janko. You too, buddy. J- I said Janko. <laughs> Junko. 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 Not Janko. Junko Daydream. Everybody wants. Give DK another call. See if he answers this time. 
The customer you are calling is unavailable at the moment. Please try again later. Okay, I guess he's busy. I'll have to try calling him again later. In the meantime, here's another tune.
Hi. Valerie, how are you? I'm good. How are you, Michael? I'm doing well. I'm just calling uh, previous guests of the podcast, and I'm trying to get mm-hmm. maybe a, a song request for them from them. And I'm wondering if you can, yeah, so I'm wondering if you can request a song and then maybe tell me, you know, 30 seconds about the song and why you requested it. Okay. Um, I would love to hear, um, Jason's dead two for one burger sale by the Jason's. And the reason I want this specific song is because this is a band I've been in love with since 2013. When I first interacted with them, uh, my band black cat attack played a, a, a big horror punk festival with them. And they asked to use our, our backline essentially. And then when they showed up to the festival, they actually brought nothing. And for some reason we trusted them and we let them use all of our gear and we they in thanks they gave us a copy of their very first album which had this song on it and when me and my bandmates were in our hotel room later that night we listening to it we came across that song and we just all died laughing for the rest of the night and and actually the rest of the tour we listened to that song nonstop and just died laughing and it is one of my favorite songs by the Jason to this day off their very first album wow i love that and the rest is history with them the rest is history although i haven't heard from them in many years because i haven't been allowed to go to the u.s because of the pandemic and you know i guess they forgot i exist because they put out a compilation and neither of my bands were asked to be on it even though we have a long-standing history um so i love the jasons but also fuck them and it's okay it's okay to say that they love that so um yeah that's <laughs> well if you're listening to Jasons, and you better be, give Valerie Knox a call. Here we go, everybody. Here's the Jasons. Thanks, Valerie. No problem. Tell them to call their mother. <laughs> <laughs>
All right, you know what? I want to call my buddy Patio Lantern from Brutal Youth. It's ringing. Ahoy, ahoy. What's up? How you doing? I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. Uh, just want to let you know that I'm calling you on the podcast. I'm recording this because I'm doing oh. an episode where I'm calling old people uh, I'm, uh, well uh, excuse me well I'm ca- I'm calling people that were previously on the show and I want to give you a yeah, quick don't call don't say you're calling old people cuz you'll get fucking yelled at for that <laughs> uh, I'm calling previous guests on the podcast that, and I want to give better. you a call How are you doing? You good? I'm doing well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just at work teaching some safety courses. I love that. Uh, I love that. Yeah, Te- teaching teaching working at height safety safety. You got to work at height safely. You got it. And you you on stage you get pretty high, so it makes sense that you're you're safe about it. Can you request yeah. a song? Any song you want. Uh, please don't pick like something that I'm going to get sued for, like a Kiss song or something. And can you give us a 30 second, uh, maybe 30 seconds about why you want to do it, why you want to request it? It could be one of your own songs as well. I'm not going to request one of my own songs. Um, I would love to hear any song by School Damage because they're the best band uh, in Toronto, hands down. I love that. Can you Can you give me a song title? Uh, all their song titles are not just yes I can give you a song title <laughs> I think uh, do you want to do uh, Six Degrees no I, I know what I want I just can't remember the name of the song oh, okay uh, Small Victories I think it's called let me double check It is. it is called Small Victories that's the one Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this one out for uh, Brad Manners. Yeah, and call him, call him, and make him request. I should call him. I'm going to call him. I'm going to cold call him. He hasn't been on the show previously, but maybe he should be on the show. It's time. <laughs> I'm fucking up your whole format. Not at all. I love this. It's it's a uh, it's a uh, you know just. Whatever. And if anyone was going to request a Kiss song, it's going to be Brad Manners. So I, I hope that that happens to you too. I'm going to get sued because of Brad Manners. Thanks so much, Patty. I love you very much. I can't wait to see you again. Doing my best to mess up everything you're doing, Mike. I love you. <laughs> Take it easy. All right. Bye-bye.
Okay, I gotta get uh, Brad's number. I don't have it, but uh, I'm sure if I I can Google it or whatnot. And uh... oh wait, someone's calling me, Bob, from I Wanna Party with Bob. Wow. Hello. Oh, hello, Bob. Yes. I haven't yes. talked to you in so long. I'm just here recording my podcast. And I'm, 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 I was calling other previous people that have been on the podcast, and you just randomly call me that I haven't spoken to you in over a year. Where have you been? <laughs> uh, I've been being an idiot and working like way too much, and that's really about it. So, like yeah. working for the man, like nine to five or whatever. No, working for myself, which is even worse, actually, because I'm an asshole. But um, <laughs> you know, it's. Um, <laughs> It's got its own series of challenges, you know, working for somebody like myself. So, yeah, no, just do it. Just working and, you know, still plugging away with the shit wheel thing, too. So, yeah, um, which is good. I mean, we practiced last night and like uh, working on new shit and playing old stuff and still like hanging in there, I guess. You know, are you guys going to play any shows, any tours, anything like that? Yeah, I mean, we might end up at Pooza this year. I don't know. That's there's word on the street that's going to happen, and then um, you say this every going, year. You no, hold on a second. You say I, I every know, year. You say I'll be at Pooza. I will see you at Pooza, man. Um, yeah, we never go. Um, <laughs> this year, I think it might actually happen. I know we're going to Minnesota in May too, though. So we may try and combine the two. I don't know. Might as well while we're up that far north yeah but you know minnesota is nowhere near montreal right no i know i know i know okay. you know what though i mean it's closer to uh montreal than san diego is so okay i'll give you that i'll give you that it's still like a day of driving right it is right right no we'd probably fly so because we're elitists like that you know yeah, that's so. well you you are working so that means you have some sort of income Income, finally. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, Are you listening to music these days at all? So here and there, man. Like, not as much as I feel like I should. Um, You've changed, man. And a lot of what I listen to, I've just kind of been rehashing, like, older stuff that I was really into. And um, I'm really stoked on those new Green Day songs. So I got to say that. Yeah, that song, Dilemma, is so good. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The um, I really like the uh, the American Dream song too. Yeah, that's that's a great song. Um, I just discovered the Beaches from Canada somewhere. I think Toronto area or London. no, they're from London, huh? No, they're from the Beaches, which is a part of Toronto. It's the uh, the east side of Toronto. Oh, so they named themselves after a neighborhood or something? Yes, they did. Oh, I didn't know they're really good. I was like. I just caught a glimmer of them um, because I saw something. There's some Instagram account that I follow called uh, Bitch Fest, I guess, which happens, pardon the use of the word, though, um, that happens in Toronto, right? Yes. And one of the bands that's playing it used a Beaches song in their, like, on one of their pictures or something like that. And I go, Fuck, this band's great. And I, oh, I was like, oh, it's not even this band. It's like a totally different fucking band. Like, what? You somebody <laughs> else's music to promote their own shit, you know? Yeah. So Who I does that? Look, I That's started, so weird. 
It is. And I started listening to beaches and it was like, Oh my God, this band is incredible. Um, I am still waiting with bated breath for new anti queen songs though. That's something big that I'm looking forward to. And what else? You know, you know, what's crazy. Hold on. Let's, let's not, let's not go past that just yet. On in February, 2020, the Anti-Queens and the Beaches played a show at a radio station in Montreal together. And oh, right before the lockdown then. Yeah, huh? and now uh, the Beaches are this... They, we opened for them, and now these the Beaches are this massive band that are playing these huge shows. They're playing actually in Toronto in like August at Bud's at like the theater it's called Bud uh Bud we, uh, what's it Budweiser stage or whatever like this huge like 20,000 person theater which is pretty oh, crazy damn. they've come a long right. way they have come a long way uh in a short the, time too huh? short time like, four, four years only four years five fucking fucking that's not short <laughs> oh dude I know I know right yeah that whole thing that whole COVID era is just a blur anyways in so many ways you know I, I, I think there's there's a lot of like forgetting that happened too, right? Like it's a trauma reflex where you're you're like not eighty, right? It's weird, man. I started thinking about it just on a side note, like how fucked up everything was then. And I think now that I lost so much track of so much time during that time, but whatever. Here we are, you know. So what's your what's your beaches song? Which the one that you're you're listening to all the time? Is it Blame Brett? I there's there's one I can't remember the name of it, but I really, really, really like their cover of "Boys Don't Cry" too. Okay, that's yeah. pretty tight. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. There's another one too, and I can't. I'm the worst person in the entire world at song titles. You are absolute worst. Yeah, absolute. That's okay. Absolutely the worst. Yeah, 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 yeah. You mentioned you want to hear the Anti Queens. Yeah, I do. I well, do. let's just play the whole pretty album bad. right now. Hit play, sir. No, I'm <laughs> nice. kidding. we're gonna do a list when is it coming out anyway i cannot tell you that on the air oh okay (laughs) okay it's um Um, yeah it's it's on stomp right is it coming out on stomp it's coming out on stomp records and uh which is part of warner music canada and i guess all i can say is soon people springtime soon like that soon good Okay. Yeah, okay, we may, I'll, it I'll may or may not be out by the time we hit Pooza. Oh shit! Did I say we hit Pooza? I don't know if we're playing Pooza. <laughs> what about Fest? Are you are, are you because you're you're playing bass in Anti Queens right now too, right? I am an official member of the Anti Queens. I am the bass you, player you for the oh. Anti Queens. Yes, G- golf clap, official. golf clap, golf clap. Nice, nice, good. Um, there has been talks with Tony about Fest, and nothing's official yet. Um, however, I know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, well, let's talk about that at some other time. What were you going to say? You, why did you even call? I don't know, to talk about the new Anti-Queens record, apparently, <laughs> but... <laughs> Well, I, I mentioned before that I am recording an episode, and you ju- you just happened to call me, just out, call, out yeah. of nowhere, Fortuitous. wasn't planned Fortuitous. at all, and um, right. previous guests that I have been calling for this episode are requesting a song and maybe talking thirty seconds about the song and why they want to hear it. So 
do you since Bob since you called me while I'm yeah. hit while mm-hmm. while the red light is flashing is there a song you would like to request oh man why do you have to put me on the spot like that dude it's so that's so hard because I'm so bad I'm so bad with uh with song titles. It's okay. Everyone seems thing. to be so far on this episode. It's pretty bad with song titles? Yeah. Oh, good. Good. I don't feel so bad then. Okay, so this is like a crusty radio thing. You know what I would kind of really like to hear? Um, would be anything, any song. It doesn't matter. You. Uh, this is what I want to hear. Your favorite Iron Reagan song is what I want to hear. That's my request. Because I noticed Tony from Tony Fresta from Iron Reagan is uh, singing for an RKL reunion. Have I saw you heard that. that shit? I saw that. Oh, that fuck, yeah. it's so fucking good. Yeah. It's like insanely good. And it's mostly because of Tony. I think actually, no, that's good. The music's good too. Um, no, I, I, I want my, what I want to hear is Michael Krusty's favorite Iron Reagan song. That's what I want to hear. Okay, well, I'm not going to play Miserable Failure, obviously. No, because it's a name of your podcast. Yeah, you can't, no, no, you know, I'm going to play. Like I'm own, yeah. It's like wearing an anti-queen's shirt to a, a show you're playing or something. You know? On stage, that. that'd be crazy. I'm going to mm-hmm, play mm-hmm. a song called Fuck the Neighbors by Iron Reagan. Yeah, I, I, I already like that because I fucking hate my neighbor. But anyway, perfect. That's perfect. That's perfect. <laughs> hey, Bob, it's been great to hear from you. Don't be Good a stranger. To to you, man. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. We'll be talking. We'll be talking. Yes. We'll be talking. Thanks so much. <laughs> All right, dude. Everyone, this is Iron Reagan. Fuck the neighbors. Requested by Bob. Nice. Hey, neighbor. Yard looks great. <laughs> uh, anyhow, hey, is the party evening tonight or tomorrow or... Strangers are dancing. I keep my voice down. brother how you doing i am recording right now so you're on you're on the air i'm recording a podcast 
Oh, you're recording a podcast. I am. God damn. Well, fantastic. (laughs) He got, he got all bashful just then. Um, I'm, I'm calling people that have been previously on the podcast, kind of cold calling them and putting them on the spot. And I figured I'm going to call my buddy, Corey. Yeah. Basically what I'm doing is I'm calling them or they're calling me and I'm asking them to request a song. It could be a band that you play in. It could be any band, anything you want to hear, as long as it's not something I'm going to get sued for. So please don't request like a kiss or anything like that. And maybe give me 30 seconds as to why I should play the song on the podcast. Um, okay. Uh, give me, uh, like 35 seconds. Um, it doesn't about, have to be 35 seconds. Scott Milton talked about, for 15 minutes. So go ahead. Okay. Why why don't we go with uh the song Sunset on 32nd Street by Strike Anywhere? I love that. Yes, that's a good one. It is. It's the best one. Wow. Okay. That was I I didn't expect that. I was like I was expecting like uh I don't even know, like Brandon Sacrifice or like some kind co- like metalcore band or something or like. I have been listening to a lot of Dying Wish lately, but I uh, I've been listening to uh, Changes of the Sound by Strike Anywhere a lot because uh, it just brings me back to like the early days of discovering music. You know, they're one of those bands that I. Well, the first time I saw them, I couldn't get tickets, so I stood outside the cathedral downtown Toronto, not a good part of Toronto at that time. Not at all. For like four hours when I was like 14, because I wanted to see them that bad. Had my mom drop me and a buddy off, and there's like winos walking around talking to us. <laughs> yeah, it was sketchy. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It just like brings me back to my youth, and sometimes... When you're getting older, you need to, you know, be be reminded of, you know, why you love music and what got you into it in the first place. I love so. that. Wow, I'm mm-hmm. so glad you called. <laughs> are, how are you doing? How are you good? Everything's I'm good. I'm great. Yeah, I'm great. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, cool. living the living the dream. Living the dream. You know what? Since I have you on the phone, let's plug you a little bit. Let's plug you. You have a studio. You're recording bands. Where can people? get a hold of you i am uh you can find me the only thing for the studio right now is instagram coho recordings uh at instagram i actually have a session i need to get to in a little bit tonight so uh yeah doing lots of recording mixing a little bit of mastering even um yeah do you want me to just continue with everything else I got going on? <laughs> the list, the list is, is massive. Lengthy. I know, I know, I know. Let's let's. Uh, okay, well, you have a new album coming out with your band Lutharo called "Chasing Euphoria," right? Yeah, that's right. Out March fifteenth on Atomic Fire Records, and we're doing a CD release slash tour kickoff show on March fifteenth in Hamilton, Ontario, at the Corktown Pub. Uh, so we're super excited about that. And the Barrel of Rejects are playing that show. I love those guys. Yeah, yeah, they are. That was uh, their friends. I also work at 
Doors Pub and they're like friends of the bar and everything. So when we were putting together that show, I, I thought that it was a cool and odd but cool fit because Lothar is more melodic death and power metal and they're a lot more rock and roll. They're very so, much like corrosion conformity. Yeah. 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 It's great shit though. I love it. Yeah. It's sick. I'm going to play Strike Anywhere now. Awesome. Thanks, Corey. Thank you. <laughs> Surprise, I'm recording. When they broke down the door with the cards in the face of your wife and child. And as they pinned you to the floor, did you say, I'm a I'm not resisting you. American justice, American dream. It's just what the other half means. Half of our lives are solved in fear. Half our right beneath our pair. Is our apathy so corrosive? Where does the cycle start? Hear the silence screaming out in the distance. Hold your family close to your American justice. Yesterday
Okay, you know what? I'm going to try DK one more time. It's ringing. I don't think he's going to answer. You have reached the voicemail box of Daniel. At the tone, please record your message. When you are finished recording, you may hang up or press pound for more options. Hey, DK, it's Krusty. I'm here at home and I'm recording a podcast where I'm calling previous people that have been on the podcast and I'm getting to, I'm getting them to request a song. And since you haven't answered your phone, I'm just going to go ahead and assume that you wanted me to play Secret by diamonds. Take it easy. Dear Daddy, I've got a little secret. I thought you'd like to know.
episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I had a ton of fun calling some old friends and getting a call from Bob randomly. That wasn't planned at all. Crazy. If you want to get a hold of me for any reason, you can uh, get a hold of me on Instagram at Michael X Krusty or at Krusty Media or at Miserable Failure Podcast. If you can go ahead and if you're on Spotify or on iTunes and you're listening to this episode, if you can rate this podcast five stars that would help so much more people can find this podcast if there's more ratings and in order for us as a team all of us together to grow this into something wild and something crazy we all need to work together so please share please like please tell all your friends give give the five star rating and you know listen to all the back episodes and let's just you know Help me out, please. I'm begging you. And if you have done all that, thank you so much. Here's a golf clap for you. All right, I think I've said everything I need to say. See you next time.